Oh, welcome back, guys, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I am picking, I'm going to be honest, things have been shaky for the podcast, and, and I, I know why. I know why. Um, I'm literally picking, like, dust webs, cobwebs, like, not actual spider webs. Like, that's not a thing, right? Like, this isn't spiders, right? Cobwebs off of my mic. That is ridiculous. That is, <laughs> it's it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, um, I think things get shaky like this when we put way too much pressure on ourselves to be something for anybody. And I think that's exactly what I've been doing. I think that, that my inconsistency consistency has everything to do with me just not enjoying myself and thinking that I had to be some teacher or some guru. And even the discussions that I've had are going to change because I realize that I'm just not having the conversations that I want. And that's what I'm going to be looking out for. But I also want to talk about the things that I want to fucking talk about. And I think that I like having uh, an unpopular opinion. And that's what I'm going to give to you today. But uh, just about some random stuff. But uh I, I do hope that all of the humans out there are, are doing fucking amazing. I mean, I've found myself enjoying things a lot more. You know, I think that's why I've come back to 100 and episode 110 and decided to, to just fucking say so, is that I've found a smoothness. A smoothness? A fucking smoothness. Or... um. Uh, a a a like a lighthearted contentment with myself, and it and it feels fucking great. And it is going into my work, and the podcast was lacking, and I'm going to make sure that that doesn't happen from now on, because it sometimes it doesn't matter what it is that we're we're shooting to say maybe, maybe sometimes it just matters that we say it so hope everybody's doing awesome hope everybody's on track for something and the biggest things i realized is progress is just fucking progress sometimes you don't need to know exactly where you're going and if you've got you feel like you've got a bunch of pressure on you to be somewhere to do something and you're looking too far into the future you're looking too too far into the past you're not where you need to be there's so much to be said for presence. So just fucking keep moving, man. Just keep moving. Um, I love that you're you're moving and uh, it, it's going to be okay, right? So let's get into this podcast. I'm going to talk about the recent, event, recent events of the Liver King. So let's get into it. This is episode 110, the Liver King. Organs ancestral tenants 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 both of those are words right and steroids i'm probably about to give a not so popular opinion what i'm about to say is a combination of reflection and personal perspective the liver king if you haven't heard of him uh this guy that has these nine ancestral tenants basically raw organs, and now steroids. He's this iconic human, especially on Instagram, who's made millions of dollars. Honestly, even with the latest things that have happened, I admire the dude. I'm proud of the motherfucker, believe it or not. And while watching his apology video, I <laughs> I gave a smirk of gratitude. It's a little funny. His tone sounds a little superficial, but it's a 
formal apology speech. I get it. If you don't know who the Liver King is and what he stands for, just type his name into any search engine and believe me, you're going to find the guy. But if you don't want to go down the rabbit hole, I'll give you the gist of who he is. He's a public figure, uh, crazy as that fucking title is, uh, but he is. And he's a public figure that condones a particular carnivore-based or meat-based head-to-tail diet and a lifestyle which he calls the nine tenants. His nine tenants are... Number one, the first ancestral tenant is sleep. It's the time when body and brain detox, recover, rebuild, and restore. It's the core to good health regimen. Now, he's, he is very on track here. Uh, sleep is kind of the, the foundation of, of what it takes for us to be healthy. Without sleep, we kind of go insane. We lose our mind a little bit. Um, but even with this first one, it's like he's... He's very much on track, and I'm going to repeat a lot of, like, I'm quoting a lot of what he says on his webpage, so feel free to go check that out to get a little bit more clarity on what I'm saying here, but I'm kind of just giving you the summarized versions of these things. So his second tenet is basically saying that the best diet is to eat as much of the animal as possible, primarily a nose-to-tail carnivore diet, avoid processed food and anything that puts harmful chemicals in the body. Looks like there's also some natural sugars uh, like maple syrup and oils uh, like avocado and, and, and olive oil. So the first ancestral tenant is sleep. The second one is eat. His third is... His third is move, and what he says is what you do with your body is just as important as what you put into it. By maintaining a healthy level of movement, one develops a healthy approach to consumption where instincts become far more identifiable and beneficial. Also good. The well-being that builds from balanced... The thing about this is like the well-being that builds from balanced movement trumps the need for consumption, consumption-based satisfaction such as food, painkillers, alcohol, and drugs. Uh, his fourth tenant, his fourth ancestral tenant, is shield, because we need to avoid dangers like our early ancestors did. But instead of running from lions nowadays, we run from seed oils, excessive Wi-Fi, <laughs> EMFs, and man-made poisons. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's right on track. More or less, it seems like he's saying that our environment is unnatural to, to us, which it definitely is. He's he's definitely on track here. His fifth ancestral tenant is connect. He says, our early ancestors were in constant contact with the earth 24-7, 365. So not only are we in bad environments, we're disconnected from the healthy ones. He says, the earth has a slightly negative charge, which provides a grounding force for our electrophysiology. With the advent of... With the advent of rubber shoes, cars, houses, and elevated beds, we no longer come into contact with this grounding force. He's actually... Spot on. Um, I recommend looking up readings on things like Earth Connection and Body connection, Connections to Mother Nature to understand what he's saying, but he is on track with this one too. His number six, his sixth ancestral tenant. God, he's got a lot of them. Uh, comfort is not good for the organism. This is why the sixth ancestral tenant is get cold. Quote, unquote, get cold. Our early ancestors were regularly subjected to cold. We have brown, brown adipose tissue, which is metabolically active for the thermal regulation we have 60,000 miles of blood vessels within us that are aligned with smooth muscles that constrict or dilate based on our perception of temperature this process of vasoconstriction and vasodilation is like exercise for your blood vessels we're purpose built for the cold also this is also very true our bodies were meant to adapt to our conditions um cold and heat um that's why they 
there's so much going on with uh, cold and hot therapies right now, uh, saunas and cold plunges, stuff like that. Our bodies are missing the link of this resilience. Um, we're in uh, tempered, consistent temperatures way too much. Our body has nothing to stress against. Um, and believe it or not, it's potential for big sen- sensitivities like sickness, disease, and mental fog when our bodies aren't dealing with this stuff constantly. Okay, so his seventh ancestral tenant is the sun for the natural production of vitamin D. This prevents tooth decay, increases immunity, and improves overall health. I didn't know about the tooth decay one. That one's pretty interesting. Um I think that vitamin D is actually a hormone or it turns into to a hormone or something like that. Uh, look up Huberman Labs, Andrew Huberman. Um, he's a great podcaster to listen to. He's great with all of this stuff. Um, he knows a lot about the mind and body. Um, I think he's a neuro neurobiologist, I think is what he is. Uh, anyways, but the, there's this transdermal effect of the sun that gives us vitamin D or this hormone that is super beneficial for us, which has a lot to do with our immunity and could have been super beneficial when it came to COVID-19. But most of us are deficient of this because we're almost always covered up, especially in the winter. And depending on where you live, you could be very much all over the place with that, not getting any sunshine that you need. Uh, I guess statistically like 90% of us are vitamin D deficient which is horrible so all of us should be taking supplements Uh, his eighth ancestral tenant is fight this one was a little confusing to me at first but it kind of made sense as um, he spoke about it he says in modern in modernity, modern times, there are not a lot of natural opportunities to put yourselves in harm's way to overcome real struggle to really fight for something of value And so I believe for us to really thrive, we have to possess a type of high courage to continue to fight for something meaningful, to foster an inner fire, to take real risks, and to continue to create ways to win. This is how we avoid falling in a rut. Okay, so we all, we we all inherently know this pretty much. It's in our biology to have the tools to survive, but without anything to eat us and a steady paycheck to buy food, we have to force challenge upon ourselves. That's why... We are in the state that we're in. That's why things are far too comfortable. That's why uh, people aren't getting anywhere. This is why people are miserable. So he's very much on track with needing to fight for something because we don't have to naturally do it anymore. And so now to get the mind and body to respond in elite fashions, we actually have to go out and seek challenge and fight comfort. It's it's the new struggle of a modern world it's not evolution anymore it's not archaic anymore it's not primal anymore we literally have to fight for our physical mental emotional spiritual health because we've pushed them so far outside of our realm of understanding and now we're getting sick in so many ways because of it so on to his ninth ancestor tenant is 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 bond he says our ancestors purpose was guarding the perimeter from danger to protect one's tribe, hunting and foraging to feed one's tribe, building tool building, tool making and weapon making to shelter and shield one's tribe. Caretaking and love making to nurture, to nourish and to grow one's tribe. There was purpose in teaching and in tradition and in play that cultivate traditions and deepen social bonds. Jesus. Uh, this one is actually huge. Um, I think you notice it when you're when you're far too disconnected from people uh we very much need connections not just for thriving but and 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 joy and and camaraderie and 
to exercise the mind and perspective. Um, it does a lot for our mental health and helps us avoid insanity and depression, more or less. So to to not get too carried away here, I, I wanted to make sure that people heard this and people could take into consideration who this guy is and what he's actually after. And if you have to avoid the fact that he was on steroids, maybe give that a thought for a second. So you should always question your judgments, okay? Uh, and, and why? It's because what you believe is true does not make it true for all things that exist. To assume so is the beginnings of objectification of other people and elitism. And look what that does to us. The liver king actually is pretty fucking spot on with these nine practices, tenets, whatever you want to call them, that he promotes. Sleep is crucial. Avoiding processed food and a plethora of inflammation causing seed and vegetable oils is, is also crucial. Physical activity, especially intense and challenging activity that you had to put your body through, has huge benefits for your psychological and physiological state the this concrete jungle that we live in is is absolutely horrible for us you wonder why new yorkers are such stereotypical assholes and people that live in seattle where it's cloudy all the time are depressed um they're surrounded by dys dysphoric man-made objects radiations unclean oxygen and minimal sun exposure so you get the idea right and that's just covering his first few I've spent a lot of years in the physical training world. I'm not a guru. I'm not the most wise. The truth is, uh, though, that once you truly understand what your body needs at its most basic levels, your body and mind will become a fucking machine with the correct doses of what really works. Uh, if you want to be pissed off at the, at the lies of this guy, I, I, I get it. But he's not peddling bad health. He's promoting hugely beneficial practices. So what is it that angers us? The fact that he lied? Yeah, okay, he lied. People don't like being misled. Steroids in the form, in the form of synthetic PEDs, hormones, testosterone, it, it's dangerous. It's beyond my, my understanding. But uh, there, there has to be... There, there's a lot to be said for things that we don't necessarily understand and maybe just have some sort of stigma against them. Adding anything anything to, to the body that we weren't evolved to have in us is potentially dangerous. Yes, that comes in many forms, not just steroids. But what about the donuts that you're shoving in your fucking face? The fact that deep down you know what's healthy for you and what's not. All of the processed food... All of the lack of sleep, all of the partying, all of the alcohol, all of these things that you know are not good for you, and you're going to point out something like steroids. So you're pulling years, years and years off of your life, and you're making things, you're making, creating so much more potential for sickness, for disease, for cancers, uh, for lethargy, for a cloudy mind. You're, you're doing all of this to yourself, and you're shooting this guy down for steroids. And so... You'll sit back and say, oh, okay, none of this stuff is as, is as bad as steroids. Is it not? Is it not? Do you realize what processed food does to you? What processed fats do to you? Insulin spiking amounts of sugar? Inflammation, mental cloudiness, fatigue, disease, cancer, poor attitude? If you don't believe me, fine. Look up any connection between processed food and what I just told you. You'll find gobs of information of how bad these things are for all of us. So... Doesn't that make you a bit of a hypocrite? I get that this man lied. I get that it looks like you were taken advantage of, but are you actually a follower of his? I'm not. 
Have you been following his advice? Because if you were, you probably found huge benefits to your health. You may not get his physique because he's not natural, but you're a hell of a lot better off than shoving carbs in your face. Here's the point. I don't follow the liver king. I don't need to. He's an icon. I think he's hilarious because he's so extreme, but not because he has an extreme belief. I have my own belief about diet, but that doesn't make it the right one. It's just different. People love to hate anything extreme, and I get it. I'm cautious of anything too far left or right of the pendulum swing, but let me tell you where this is actually coming from. Your desire to hate and mock and disown this person comes from your own inability. It comes from your lack of belief in yourself and putting yourself into the world, condoning your own practices for the fear of people talking about you the way you're talking about him. For most, the understanding of steroids is minimal. We oppose and try to destroy anything we don't understand. Instead of opening our minds, instead of trying to understand another person's way of life, we just shoot them down for the smallest piece of information. The worst part of this is that people talk just because they want to talk, because they don't have enough challenge in their own lives to keep their attention from straying into the lives of others. What if I told you that I predict in the future that more and more people will have to take some sort of supplement for testosterone, whether it's bioavailable or clinical? Why? Because the world is on a path of destruction for the body and mind. Of all of the tenets that the Liver King promotes, almost all are ignored by the majority of Americans. This guy has a very good intention with his mission. He just decided to amplify the image of what's possible. I promise you, if more people followed his practices and the practices of so many other health advocates, we would all be far healthier, most influential, more impactful in our own lives and the lives of others, and we'd be able to have far more love and compassion for others. We'd have far more understanding of the extremes and far more understanding and respect for people that decide to challenge themselves and put themselves out there on the edge in front of the world to see with all of the criticism, all of the hate. In no way am I mad at this guy. I don't give a fuck if he's on roids. Did he lie to his people? Did he make fucking millions off of his image? Hell yes. The guy is is an iconic genius and he's a bit of a businessman. I mean, look at his website. (laughs) Well done. But he didn't make money off me. And if he did, his products or the products he promotes are still far healthier and more beneficial to the body than the pizza we eat every other week. So many people are mad that they might have been conned. But whose fault is that, really? Isn't it yours? Isn't it your ignorance? Isn't it your inability to look into yourself? Isn't it yours for thinking that people can possibly be gods? Isn't it yours for not taking responsibility for your own actions and believing in some purity? Look at this from a different point of view. The liver king, like so many others, is trying to help people to become biologically healthy something the world is in dire need of. And the world is so fucked up already with bad choices, including diet and physical practice. We did it to ourselves. We did it when we decided to allow impulse to make our decisions instead of rationality. We did it when we decided that convenient food choices were okay, even though we knew it was bad for us. We did it when we decided to be sucked in by haste of life and make poor choices. We did it when we decided to force responsibility on everyone else outside of ourselves. The liver king made a choice, but he'll be fine. And next week, you'll still be talking about how fucked up he was when he's already apologized and moved on with his life. I don't hate this guy. 
<laughs> I respect and admire him, actually. Why? Because he decided to live his life with challenge. He decided to live his life for something. He decided to put himself in a vulnerable spot where the world can unfairly judge him. He decided to focus on creating a legacy while you're still wondering what to do with your life. Instead of feeling cheated by someone you don't actually care about, start asking yourself if you do it because you fear facing yourself every day and ignore it. Question everything. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.